defenses. Initiate bank protocol. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Bird Protocol. Uh, it's your boy Palm Reader. I'm here with and it's uh, so Morris. So, so I'm just, yeah, I'm just gonna stomp all right over <laughs> you right now. Hey, because uh, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, it happens. We had a bit of a technical difficulty before we started recording, so we're a little bit uh, frazzled. But yes, Palm Reader, Otis Morris, we're back after a week off. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to check out our uh, episode on The Shining with Steve Dave, you should definitely go back and listen to that because it's really good. And uh, it was so much fun having him on and talking about The Shining and uh, yeah, and then we took a week to ourselves, and now we're back with a Lazy Bird episode to catch everybody up on uh, what's what's going on in our lives and what we're playing and watching and doing and hearing and yeah. thinking and all that good stuff. We'll let you into our our <sighs> wacky minds. Our, our- I mean, all types of I guess hijinks. I don't know. Um- Saw some crazy shit, did a, did a show to people that, I guess, on Friday nights, I guess they're like, hey, let's go out to a comedy show and fall asleep. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk. I watched the guy do that. I thought you were going to. the other thing? Yeah, the gonna more talk about unpleasant the other defense? Thing. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> no. The comical things happened. Uh, funny things did happen. Uh, I was on stage and I made a, a Sopranos reference, which is really just a uh, uh, an in for me to go on stage and do an Italian accent. And uh, people just weren't having it. And I was like, do you guys not know like anything about Sopranos? And they were just like, nah. And then I was like, okay, what about some like Rick and Morty references? And they're like, yeah, we go know about Rick and Morty, yeah. And then legitimately afterwards, a guy came up to me wearing a Rick and Morty shirt. And uh, he had a tattoo of Rick on one arm and Morty on the other arm. So it's a, it's a full piece that uh, covers multiple limbs (laughs) and the t-shirt. And and that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, like if you have like a tattoo of something, I don't think you need to go and get the t-shirt as well. It's like, we got you. We we, we feel you here. It's like wearing two condoms. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it's like imagine like having like a fucking Metallica tattoo on your like fucking forehead and then wearing a Metallica t-shirt and people are like, oh, we got it. We we get it. You're the Metallica guy. Settle down. Shout out Cody. Um the uh <laughs> no, his, his, his actual Metallica tattoo is very subtle. Yeah, I'm like, you wouldn't know you wouldn't know he has it, but but I just think that's funny. Um I so wait, wind it wind it back. A guy just came out to the show and fell asleep, or a, a person I, I don't mean, know. Like, I, I don't know if he was drunk or stoned, but this dude looked like he was like fucking passing out. And like I commented on it too, and he was just like because he looks like because as dude, I was talking about like uh, cryptocurrencies and shit. Now they're stupid. And I was saying how this dude literally looks like the mascot for Dogecoin. And he did. He looked like a fucking like cheeky stone dog. I was just like, <laughs> and I was just like, what? Like, 
how'd you get here? Like, how'd you get here? How are you leaving? Because I'm not very certain of either of those things. Like, maybe he was always there. Maybe I don't know. Man, I don't know. The dude just seemed like he was on another realm. And like, this, like, he was just, I assume he was just so stoned. Like, he would just, like, you know when people like don't even realize they don't have their eyes aren't open and they're just like there and it's just like are you are you gonna do something about this? Are you gonna open those eyes or, or yeah, what? He, he, he's just lost in the sauce. Yeah, yeah, you know, he was so. way too tossed up and like I, I, it was just he was just right there and it was like a young. I thought they were young university students. Turned out they were like fucking thirty and something older than me. I'm like. What the fuck is going? I don't know. Guelph is like a surreal place. It feels like yeah, it's truly like a twilight zone of yeah. Ontario. I've, I don't I've, know. I've been to Guelph has a strange energy. I mean, I like Guelph. Don't get me wrong. Shout out to all my friends who live in Guelph. But I've also been to a couple like parties in Guelph and stuff where just the most insane things happened, and I was like. And it's not even. It wasn't even like like I've been to parties in Cambridge, and you know what to expect. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're going to see dudes pulling up, white dudes specifically pulling up in basketball jerseys, talking <laughs> about a whole bunch of weed. Yeah. And then they're going to bring a bottle of whiskey. They're going to drink half of it. Then they're going to lose the bottle and then try fighting somebody, claiming they stole the bottle. And it's going to be like, no, your girlfriend took it and left because you're a dickhead. And, you know, repeat that various yeah. weekends throughout the Yeah, summer. smoking weed inside, that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's everybody yelling about calling their plug and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, someone fights outside. It's the same shit. Yeah, it's yeah. the same shit. But Guelph is like a different. It's a good twilight zone. I like you. That's it is a very twilight zone area because like I've been into like I've been at a random party once in Guelph, and it was the most the most insane thing. It was a long time ago, and like you know the band Seaway, they're from yeah. Guelph, and they all went to like U of G or something like that. And I was at a party there. And then there was, like, dudes that were, like, fighting each other over a record. And then some dude was freestyling. And then all of a sudden, everybody started getting excited because Seaway showed up. It was very strange. Yeah, was, I saw Seaway at a house show in Guelph. Uh, yeah, I saw them at oh. Warp Tour. Anyway, shout out Seaway. Good, great, great, great dudes. Are they still they, a band? Yeah, they're still a band. And, and I'm yeah, a huge fan of their... Rocking. Uh, their their uh, album vacation, I think it's great. And yeah, anyway, see, uh, um, that's I kind of I they like I, they kind of lost me. Well, I just thought that they lost. I just didn't listen. Ah, just vac- didn't vacation's listen a good record. One. It's it's a good one. Vacation's a good record. I really like it. It's a good summer record. Um, it's it's very uh um draws on a lot of like yeah. the '90s inspiration that a lot of the bands that wave that came through of like the '90s. Uh, sound. Hoser is a fucking classic. Hoser yeah, and the EP was it all in my head or something like that. EP sick. Great album. Yes. Great EP. Yeah. Shout out those guys. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Bitch. Fantastic song to this day. Absolute ripper. Absolute yeah. ripper to this day. Anyway, yeah. And then there was like all this other weird stuff that happened, and someone like I, it was just weird. Every time I've been there, it's been a little bit like Twilight Zoney. So yeah, I, I totally get that. And I, mean, I, I like, yeah. Even when I was like standing out front, just like you know, hitting hitting the hitting the vapey, and uh, like a dude's this dude was like, I, was, I don't know, I was just eavesdropping because that's what you do when you're standing 
out front by yourself. And some dude's like, yeah, you know, I used to play in a death metal band. So like now like making hip hop beats is like so easy now. And he's like, yeah, you know, skills really transfer. I'm just like, what? (laughs) I mean, to be fair, to be fair. uh, I I, I I don't know anybody rapping at 210 BPM unless you're making beats exclusively for Twista. Like, I don't know (laughs) what you're doing. You know, like, but I was going to say, I understand that though. Cause like we were in a heavy band together. I do make hip hop, but at the same time, I mean, I, 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 I was going to say at the same time, I totally before, understand it, but just hearing it out loud and like, he didn't like really explain it. He just laid it out on the surface and like, didn't. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> and the guy he was explaining it to clearly didn't understand. And I was like, you know, it just, you know, here's a five. I, I thought he was going to go through like the five points of, you know, how, and he's just like, no, nah, man, I just hit the beats. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I was going to say, like, I mean, I've played in heavy bands and stuff like that, but I've also made, like, electronic music since I was 16. Yeah. So, you know, there's a through line through all that. I don't know about this dude, but maybe he just, he really, really, really liked, like, hip-hop music and decided to do it. But I don't know. It's a weird, it's it's a, it's a, Guelph is an interesting town. I highly recommend you visit it if you can. Guelph yeah. in the summer is beautiful. Um well, anywhere in Ontario in the summer is pretty beautiful, except for like Sarnia or some shit. But um, uh, yeah, no, uh, I thought you were going to go dive right into the. No, I'm not going to. No, I'm obviously not that. I thought you were going to talk about the guys who like walked up with their chests out and then got roasted. That's what I thought you were going to talk about. But um, I mean, that was that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Like, that part is funny. Like, seeing somebody in the midst of an argument and then watching dudes step in and trying to be like, yo, we're going to fucking stop this argument. We're going to be the fucking heroes. Everyone's going to be like, yippity-doo-dah-day. And then just see them immediately get shut down. (laughs) Just just, roasted to hell. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't expect you to explain the situation. I just thought that was what you were going to talk about. Not a guy falling asleep, which is what blew my mind. I was like, you're like, yeah, Guelph is a really strange place. It's Friday night. Go out to a comedy show. I thought you were going to say, and and just in. Uh, butt yourself into an argument and get roasted but no you're like I mean this guy just no, fell that's asleep why, I was like holy shit <laughs> that's why it was such like an absolutely wild night not to mention the fact that my girlfriend's mom just randomly shows up and then just starts buying us drinks out of nowhere yeah that's, it, it, that's balling. there's so many factors of that one evening that was just like none of this it's hey, very strange. Hey. And then we and then the Uber ride home from Guelph to Waterloo, the it was like a giant SUV and the dude's got like neon lights. He's got fucking he's got Tokyo Drift music playing, dude's wiling out, and then like he's just Man, every once in a while you need a night like that. Thank God for vaccines and for the way things are going that we were that you're able to have an adventure of a night. I had a night like that in the summer. Well, you were with me. We 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 were up really late and went a little crazy and and yeah, like that, you know, every once in a while you need a night that's a little bit off the Richter uh to kind of like I don't know, rein, reinvigorate yourself or something. That's one of the things that like during the pandemic, like the height of it where I was like it was hard because it was like every day was the same thing forever. 
and there was no like adventures and weird shit that happened. But there has been more lately. Uh, we we Otis and myself and our partners went to Fear Farm uh, before Halloween on the Friday before Halloween, and uh, it was wonderful to support a local business. And I like a good haunted house, but I do feel like the pandemic restrictions caused them some uh, issues like they couldn't get too close to you, uh, in the, and it wasn't so, you know, normally when you go to a haunted house, they're all up in your shit. They're like, you know, popping out behind you or they're walking right with their head over their shoulders or, you know, they're sneaking up and, and, and like coming real close and getting in your personal space. And in this one, it was a lot of like them hiding around corners going like, "Ah!" and then you should have like given out like a fucking like spit in my face hat. Like if you're wearing like the lime green hat, it means like, okay, you're, you signed the waiver, you're down, you're void of all consequences. Some dude does something wild to you. Yeah. Well, they had to follow the rules. I get it. And I mean, there were a couple parts where that one time when we were walking, there's this like, so the fear farm, it has four different, uh, uh, attractions. There's like a haunted house, uh, the hillbilly hike, which is walking through the woods. And there's all these, uh, supposed to be, I guess, cannibal hillbillies that pop out and try and, uh, scare you. And then there's a corn maze walk. And then there's, um, the haunted hayride. And during the corn maze walk, you walk through this corn and, and there's people in the corn that are just like popping out and, you know, trying to scare you. Uh, and, and most of the time I was at the back, so I I wasn't really scared because they would pop out at the, like when you and pair started walking by and then, and then, uh, and then, and then, you know, our girlfriends would go, Oh, and then I would just be kind of there and they would look at me like they wouldn't do anything. Just <laughs> look at me and be like, yo. Um, so, you know, but, um, but there was that one part where we walked through the, that building and we came yeah, around the corner tunnel. and we saw the guy coming in and we thought that we had like, you yeah, know, we like had he like, missed his mark yeah, or something. We were just mark. like, ah, idiot, you fucking dummy. And then we walk out and you pressed a button and then like these, mechanical wall of zombies dropped on top of us that that got me a little bit uh that spooked me a little bit and in the haunted house the haunted house actually was really good because it was so tight i yeah uh, that it was like a claustrophobic feeling and there was like holes in the walls and people's faces were popping out of it and stuff i was pretty good i I, you know i'll give it a i wish the haunted house i think for you probably suffered just because uh it's that one's probably better going in just groups of two because like they can only do like once, you know, like it's since it is such small, narrow spaces and like the claustrophobia aspect is such like a big thing of it that, you know, if they do like a spooky scare to like the person in front, by the time they get to the fourth person, you're already yeah. like, hey, person, what's up? So and it's like, but it was good so for I mean, that. I, I recommend going. Like, yeah, going in time. groups of two. But you know what? At the end of the day. Uh, I was so glad to go and do something uh, holiday related. It was really nice to to get out and do, even though the weather was kind of crappy, but like, you know what? At the end of the day, it was sick to do something different uh, and shout out Fear Farm. I hope next year uh, with, you know, once everybody gets their booster and and uh, hopefully next summer, they curve this even more and uh, and it gets to be at a state of, you know, endemic or whatever they want to, you know, controllable um then they'll uh they'll be back to their normal ways and hopefully we can do it again next year but uh shout out the fear farm folks 
Shout out to uh, that one girl. There was, <laughs> I guess, the guide for the uh, haunted hayride who was just walking back oh, yeah. and forth in front of the line. And I looked at her and said, what's popping? And then she just turned around and walked away. I, I shout out her. I hope she had a great night. <laughs> Yeah, they weren't Yo, what's super. Uh, they weren't super. You know, they didn't stay in character the whole time. Like I remember one time I went to Wonderland and did their Halloween haunt, and like those people, they're in it. Like they're they're in it to win it. Like they're in character. But like this chick at like Fear Fire didn't give a shit. <laughs> like we drove past like a generator, and I was just like, "Ooh, the haunted generator." She's like, "Ooh, yes, the haunted generator." <laughs> That's like it's funny though. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was pretty. It was it was pretty good. It's been an interesting couple months. I don't know. I don't remember when the last time we did a Lazy Bird was. I should probably look it up uh, so that I can like think about what we have to update everybody on. Uh, the last Lazy Bird we did was oh, it was just after we got back from the cottage. So we got a like. It's oh. been a it's been a bit of a time. Um, yeah, since well, then, yeah. well, I mean, what's what's happened since, uh, you know, my my lovely partner, Megan, she was here until uh, just a couple days ago. Um, she did her three months up here and now she's back home working and uh, and and doing that that whole dance for a while to make some money. And uh, we're starting to plan for our, you know, for her to come up here for good. Um, but, uh, we did a bunch of stuff. We went and picked pumpkins, um, and, uh, went out for, we got fish and chips. I wanted that. Those fish and chips oh, yeah. were fire. Um, what else did we do? I don't know. There's been a bunch of stuff. We did things. Just trust, just trust me. Yeah. <laughs> My memory is a little Honestly, hazy. I, yeah, I can't like remember what the fuck I've done in like the last month or so. Like I've just been working on stuff. Yeah, well, you've been um, scoring the movies, right? Yes, that's what I've been doing, and that's been taking up a lot of time. In between doing that, because I figured this is what what I have to do is I can't think, I can't spend too many days in a row making horrifying music, or else like I just feel like I don't know, I just like go like crazy, and then I just stop, can't like constantly just think about it. But like every so Every couple of days, I just need to stop and be like, okay, today I'm going to sit down and write the dumbest song I can think of. And so palette, far... Palette cleanser. Palette cleanser. Yeah, exactly. So then, like, I'll write, you know, like a, a song about, you know, a rap song about pooping or something like that. You know, th- the classics. Yeah. Real, <laughs> real intellectual shit. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, and I've been, well, while Megan was here, we didn't really do a whole lot. We watched a bunch of TV shows and, uh, kicked it with friends and family, spent some time with my grandparents, you know, just did that usual dance, still been going to the gym. Um, you know, I passed my one month mark. So now every once in a while I'll crack a beer or something, but, uh, still going strong, still eating healthy, doing that stuff. I don't know. It's been, it's been pretty blessed. Like I can't really, there's not a whole lot to like recall because there's been so much going on. I just, you know, it's just been like, we went to one of your comedy shows, but I think we talked about that on the last one. Um, but we've Maybe been watching a lot. I've been watching a lot 
and I've been playing a lot and, um, you know, uh, uh, and Meg's, Meg's back. So now I'm back to working. I am going down to the States for the first time in like two years, uh, next week. I'm a little nervous to be honest, because I haven't driven, uh, that long, uh, in, in a long time. And also just, you know, I mean, I'm not really nervous about going down and I know her family's all vaccinated and everything's safe, but you know, COVID's so much worse down there than it is here. Uh, so there's like a little bit of nerves there, but I'm just going to stay inside her house and kick it, maybe work on some music, you know, um, and, uh, and see your family and catch up, which is going to be really nice. The one thing that's absolutely bullshit is that to come back into Canada, I have to get a specific type of test, which I understand the need for it. Like, you know, I understand wanting people to be tested before they come back into the country and wanting, you know, I get that, but it's like 150 us dollars or 175 us dollars to get a test for me to come back. So it's like, you know, 250 Canadian or $300 Canadian or a hundred, $200 Canadian or whatever. I mean, that's just the state we're in now. Like that's now going to be a thing. It's just like, Oh, here's your travel ass exam fee. We need to make sure you don't have stuff coming out of your butt. Um, yeah, I know. And you know, it's just, it's just annoying know. trying to find a place and they all, all, all of them book really short in advance or you have to already be down there. And, but it's just, it's a nightmare. I'm sure it will work out. I'm sure I'll go yeah. down there, have a great time. I'll get my brain touched by the, the COVID test for the first time, I might add. Uh, and then the, uh, the and, nose tickler. Yeah, the nose to the brain tickler. And then uh, and then I'll come back up and go, huh, yeah. well. And then it'll Probably go back to regular life. Yeah, My brother's been going back and forth between here and the States now for the past couple of months for work. And like, and he's fine. Like, and he's been going to like wild places too. Like he was down in like uh, Miami or Jacksonville or wherever for a fucking football NFL kickoff party where you met Ric Flair. Yo, that's Flair's sick. Just out vibing, dude. Ric Flair doesn't give a shit. Yeah, well. And people- this is, this is funny. And this is like a deep cut for like my brother would have no idea about this but this is like a week after the rick flair episode of uh dark side of the ring about the uh what do they call it the plane ride from hell so oh you're gonna did i tell you about this no no i'm i'm locked in go okay you're gonna love this so 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 dark side of the ring each episode is like a 40 minute like documentary series about generally a dark disgusting generally forgotten about not talked about wrestling story person figure event something like that so this is something that happened in the early mid aughts where the wwe rented a private jet to go from england to back to the their base in like connecticut or somewhere in the united states and this is after their tour of like, so these are all wrestlers. They just did five shows in a row throughout the UK. They're all just getting, and so they're tired as fuck. This is the last flight home. The flight gets uh, grounded and there's an open bar on the plane. So they gets grounded for five hours. So 
Ric Flair's getting fucked up. And like all these dudes are just getting shit faced and whatnot. And so it's it, a whole story, time. but yeah, but a bunch of different things happen. But the one particular big thing is that Ric Flair got naked, save for his robe, which he is known for wearing. He struts down the aisle of the plane, goes up to the, the stewardess, p- opens his robe, reveals he is completely nude, and starts swinging his giant dick like a helicopter. And apparently Ric Flair is fucking hung like a fucking motherfucker. He's a moose. That's why he's wooing all the goddamn time. <laughs> like, the man is a beast. So anyway. He's packing. He's packing. That's what you're saying. <laughs> so anyway, that episode. So watch that episode. It, it's crazy. So that happened a week before, like, my brother met him. So, like, everyone online's like, Ric Flair's shit, yada, yada, yada. Which is hilarious, considering Ric Flair's entire persona for his 50-year career has been, yeah, I have a giant dick. I fuck women. I'm a crazy man. Woo! Like, yeah. that's his entire thing. And it's like... Uh, it, it's I, funny because people don't realize context. Like, I think it's crazy to me that people would watch, see that and be like, I can't believe how awful Ric Flair was. It's like, do you not understand the WWE in that period of time? Like yeah. maybe look at like, like just look at the WWE in the nineties, the early aughts in the eighties, all that stuff. And look at the way that people, the the people were, and then you'd be yeah. like, Oh, maybe I'm not so surprised. You know what I mean? Like well, who was it? you have oh, no context it. for it. I get, yes, Ric Flair. He was probably like, you probably shouldn't have done that. I'm going to keep it real. Keep it a book. That was oh, no, idea. obviously. But, yeah, no, you know, obviously. like to be surprised about that, you're like, you're surprised a bunch of wrestlers who got shit faced on a grounded plane acted like a bunch of Neanderthals, like in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man, that's not surprising. That's, you know, <laughs> it's it, not it's, surprising. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, and th- what was, what else happened? Like some dude cut off some dude's like ponytail, which is like whole whack of disrespect yeah it it was it was hell on an airplane and what was it somebody started fighting brock lesnar in the middle of the air and they got pushed up against the emergency exit like door and like people were like god if there's somebody that's gonna throw somebody through the emergency exit door it's fucking brock lesnar so, young Brock Lesnar too, like like yeah, like this is a young spry the, the, the bi- twenty bull, year old the big bull. Just abs- dude has no neck because it's just just galvanized muscle. He's just meat. He's a meat. He's like a meat <laughs> yeah. machine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Brock Lesnar oh is what the Terminator would actually look like. Twenty year old Brock Lesnar is what the term oh, for sure. a killing machine. Um absolutely. Well, I know what the most disturbing thing about Brock Lesnar though is that he has a daughter who looks just like him and she is also like a pro athlete. <laughs> Dude. I gotta look Imagine you just see a, a jacked woman coming down the street and be like, that woman looks like Brock Lesnar. It's just like, I am Brock Lesnar. And it's like little lady Brock Lesnar, and she just equally smashes your shit. Like it's insane. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, she's she looks like she could beat the hell out of me. 
Yeah. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah, farmer's daughter, man. Don't fuck with her. Powerful. You love to see <laughs> it. Um yeah, wow. Uh you weren't joking there. Um <laughs> That's great that your brother's going down and working though. I mean, I'm not too worried. It's just like, you yeah. know, general anxiety about yeah. about traveling and stuff. I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic time and I'm not really going to do anything when I'm down there. I'm just mm-hmm. seeing her family for American Thanksgiving and kicking it, you know, doing the normal stuff. Yeah. Uh the the normal family visits, catching up. I I haven't actually met her niece or nephew cuz they were born during the pandemic. Um so it'll be a first time uh, meeting at least uh, the nephew, possibly both, uh, and that'll be nice because uh, you know I, I like I like kids. I like uh, young sprites. I, I like uh, I like her her sisters and her mom and her dad. And yeah, I think it'll be a great time. I'm just a little bit you know because you look on the news and you see things on the news and news cycle about how bad it is and everything like that, and you get a little bit anxious and all that stuff. But yeah. I'm sure it'll be a fantastic trip, and I love driving so. You know, I don't mind the drive itself. I'm a little bit nervous because it's like I haven't driven that far in a long time, but I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be a chance to catch I mean, up on all the podcasts I miss. Cottage a couple of times, which I guess isn't the super far drive, but like, you know, that's, uh, you know, like driving. Just think of it as like driving there and back to the cottage. It's yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, it's doing it's, it one way. It's, I'm sure it's all going to be good. It's just, again, Sometimes you don't know where your anxiety comes from or why it's what why it's buzzing around something. I don't know, but uh just a little bit about it. But I'm sure it'll be a great trip. And uh and and I'm sure it'll be a much needed escape, a change of scenery, not escape, a change of scenery, you know. I'm escaping this fucking country. I'm, I'm getting escaping, out of getting here. Out I'm out of here. here. Which no. I guess he's dead now. So who? Brian Laundry. Oh yeah. Um, right yeah yeah that's the guy that's 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 the guy who killed his girlfriend and then died parents definitely were like okay we're gonna give you a head start and then anyway that's a i think his dad i think his dad just did it i don't know i don't know you think his dad killed him yeah word all right that I mean, I, like, I think he, I think he probably went back and found it and told them, and then his dad got upset and did it. It was probably on accident, but then or or told him to go hide somewhere, and then decided pulled up on him, and I don't know because it was weird, wasn't there? Some I haven't followed this in weeks, so I don't. I could be completely wrong, but when they found his body, wasn't there like weird circumstances? Like how was he this de- decomposed? How did his dad know exactly yeah, where I, to go? I think I like heard a theory or something that like somebody like ate him or something ate him. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I know. Don't There's going to be a, I'll wait for the Netflix documentary. Yeah. yeah. We'll serious. wait for the. I'm sure it'll present the, the, uh, the, uh, the case in, in all of its details, which we don't need any more true crime for like, a minute. The amount of true crime documentaries that like Netflix is like putting out, it's like chill. Give people time to watch the two hundred you already have. Well, I figure it's. Like, pro- I figure part of it is because it's an easy thing for them to put out during the pandemic time to continue to give new content when they can't like any of the flagship series they couldn't really work on, but they could just buy a guy's documentary and put it out. 
as a Netflix documentary. I don't know. There's just too many. There's just too many meandering documents. Like, what the fuck is Tiger King two gonna like? What? Oh, here's what. Oh, you know those guys that were just fucking bumpkins that like you know were nothing, and you know there was an interesting story about them and like how they survived doing this borderline illegal animal shit. Well, now we're just going to do a series about them. Even now they're rich because they're all becoming personalities. They charge 50 bucks for a fucking cameo. It's like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I have, I I honestly, I saw the trailer for tiger King too. And I was like, what? But I, I the mean, dude people, and his girlfriend are just going and having sex, like big crazy orgies now across America, and it's like fuck you, Jeff. Like, <laughs> you know what? I think I think part of it is just people love to a spectacle, and Tiger King was so insane they were just like, hey, we're gonna do it, and then they did it. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'll watch it. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I was iffy on the first Tiger King when it came out. Like I didn't watch it right away. Everybody was talking about it. I was like, nah, I don't really believe that this, like, I was like, I don't know. This just seems, I don't know. And then I watched it and it was entertaining, but it pissed me off. Like, after I was done watching it, I, I, while I was watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 this is, like, entertaining and this is crazy, wow. And then afterwards, when I had a little time to sit with it and think about it, I was like, this is really fucked up. Like, I don't... No, I, I watched that show, like, a fucking... I watched it, like, a comedy series. I was like, this guy is insane. This, this guy is a fucking meth head manipulator. This is... I, this guy's amazing. <laughs> I hate him. I kind of want to kiss him, but I also... <laughs> meth head like, meth, I want to slap him, like... <laughs> yeah, the and, meth, meth and head and Mephisto. That, like, yeah, and now it's like they're making, uh, like, a scripted comedy series based, like, on it. And it's like, you can't write. Like, it's already funnier than... Yeah, truth is stranger than fiction. Like, uh, I don't know. I'll probably, did, I, pr- I probably will check it out, but I don't know. The more I thought about it after I watched it, I was like frustrated with it because I was like, one, the treatment of the animals made me really angry. And then two, the fact that we're like kind of glorifying this level of like chaotic yeah. idiocy. Is it like, was like you know if you I mean? like were <laughs> playing like Zoo Tycoon, that's like God mode. There was meth mode. That's what happened. You just hit meth mode on Zoo Tycoon and wow. you got fucking Tiger King. And it was just like, oh, shit. And here, and you know what? This is a perfect. I can't believe you just did that because it's a perfect transition. Uh, yeah. Zoo Tycoon, <laughs> park management. I've been playing yeah. Jurassic World Evolution 2 like a <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, and I got to say. Gotta keep those dinos in check. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I got to say, I'm enjoying it. If you like park building and you like things. Okay. The first one was more about, is more like a, a kind of basic park builder. The second mm-hmm. one, there's a lot more variables. So it's it's it can be harder to grasp, but I'm enjoying it more because I feel more involved. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like in the first one, it was just like, okay, you make your dinosaurs, you do your research to build whatever, blah, blah, blah. In this one, it's like, okay, well, you got to manage your staff. You got to manage the dinosaurs. You got to manage the medical. You got to manage the expeditions. You got to make sure that the sections of your park are built towards specific type of 
guests to boost income and blah, 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 blah. Um, but also just with the PS5 and the stronger capabilities of the game, the graphics and everything like that. I mean, it's really, uh, um, I'm sure they're going to polish it more because it just came out a couple, like last week, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, they're going to update. And there's, I'm sure once Dominion comes out next year, there's going to be a DLC or a free update because this game was supposed to come out after Dominion was out. Um, mm. But, you know, it's, it's a good time if you like park building. If you like dinosaurs, it's pretty fun. I've been having a good time with it. Uh, I'm I'm working my way through the game bit by bit. Uh, a lot of people were mad that when it came out, you couldn't just use all the di- like sandbox yeah. mode. You have to unlock everything, which is the same as it was in the but first game. Is there a sandbox mode? Yeah, there's like, a sandbox. If, yeah, but you just have to go and actually play the game and unlock everything. First. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to unlock mm-hmm. stuff. Like once you've unlocked it in any mode, it's in sandbox. Yeah. So if you play the campaign and then you play the chaos theory mode and then you do the challenge, couple of the challenges, you're going to have everything. Like it's not, yeah. you know, it's, we're, cool. we're not, it's not super, super complicated stuff. Um, but the hard part is the learning curve of how it's changed. And because now you have to like, you have to set up outposts and you have to make sure cars are gassed and backup generators have gas and that, you know, you have to research all the upgrades to the buildings and blah, 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 the different stuff, which is, it's, you know, it's a little bit tedious, but at the same time, if you like that kind of game, then you're really going to like it. Um, if you want something simpler, the first one is still available and was great. Um, this one offers a lot more like locations, like you can build in Canada and you can build in, um, Germany and you can build in uh, the UK, you can build in San Diego, you can build all over these places. So there's like different international with it. Yeah. You have some international dinosaurs going crazy, but yeah, once dominion comes out, I'm sure they're going to release a bunch of new dinosaurs and a bunch of new, um, like a new chaos theory mode and a new, there will be uh, expansions. There were expansions for the first one. There will be expansions for this yeah. one. Um, but yeah, Man, I mean, I, I mean, I, you guys know I love dinosaurs. So like I've been going yeah. absolutely crazy with just enjoying my dinosaur yeah. time. Um, and it's really good uh, for what it is. I, I really enjoy it. Now, if you don't like the tedious parts of like having to manage all the different aspects of the park and do whatever, then yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. You might not like it. You might want to just play like, I don't know what, I don't know what other park park building. I don't know. I, uh, I have a game called planet coaster, which I guess is like the most recent roller coaster sort of like park sim game. Cause like roller coaster tycoon has people hasn't come out. Uh, possibly. I don't know who makes it, but it's really fun. Like, I haven't done any of like the I guess yes, campaign or anything. Yeah. Okay. It's Planet Coaster is sick. Um, the customized like the like I just I've I've just only gone in the sandbox mode and I've just created a park and I've put put hours into this park. Like one time, I've just made like a giant mountain in the middle of the park and like just assembled like roller coasters that go up around the mountain. It's insane and that's only like a quarter of my park and like i haven't even like touched it since but that game seems sick it does get as you mentioned i guess with uh, jurassic park as well you have to like manage your um like staff and stuff so you have to have 
like you know well i guess for i guess jurassic park i guess you have to have your dino handlers but then you also have to have like merchants and shit and whatnot and scientists yeah and then in this game you know you need like janitors and yeah planet coaster and and planet zoo were both by frontier planet coaster was came out before jurassic world evolution the first one Mm -hmm. and then the second one uh just came out this year and then planet zoo came out in 2019 i do like in in all of the the frontier games that you can um kind of build what your heart wants and especially in in jurassic world evolution 2 um you can like there's a lot more like actual landscaping options for the mm-hmm. cages and they've added new things like instead of dinosaurs needing because like when you breed a dinosaur you have to put it into a an enclosure and you okay. need to build that enclosure to their liking but say you build like a big enclosure for a bunch of herbivores you have to make sure that you have um trees and plants the and specific and the specific types of trees and plants that they like and enough forests and enough water and some dinosaurs want sand some want rocks some want, you know, this, that, or the other thing. And if you, and you have to be careful of who, what dinosaurs like to live with one another and which ones, you know, then they form a territory within the thing. It's all very, you know, like I said, some people may find it tedious. I enjoy it. Um, but it is, there is a lot more to it than the first one where it was just like, you let it out. Does it have enough water? Does it have enough forest? Okay, good. In this one, it's yeah. like, there's a lot more, uh, variables to okay. making your animals happy um and also they have flying dinosaurs and they have water dinosaurs too so you can get like a mosasaurus and a plesiosaur right. and shit it's pretty pretty how tight. many flying dinosaurs are there like there's more than pterodactyls um yeah i mean there's a bunch in in the game i think there's only six or five for now um Maybe and then I think it's the same for the water ones. There's only like five, but there's like like eighty four types of dinosaurs. Is there like it's, the it's, there's gi- a lot? Is there like the giant, uh, the giant fucking alligator dinosaur, uh, Mosasaurus, the one from the movie. Yeah, the yeah, one in the water. Yeah. Then yeah. there's a bigger Hell one yeah. called Tylosaurus, which is like twice Ooh. as big. Yeah, it's big. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, it's pretty sick. I've those real. Are those like real dinosaurs that existed? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. There was also like giant. I I saw a picture uh, recently of like an ant that was frozen in amber from. from, Oh, uh, I heard about this. And it's huge. It's huge. It looks terrifying. It looks like an ant. It looks like what some. It looks like if you showed a kid an ant and then and then you were like, draw it. And it's like it's like bigger and it looks more alien, but it's definitely an ant. It's really okay. weird. Have you ever played Earth Defense Force? Uh the video game? No. Okay. Well, they're they're just these really strange Japanese uh, like third person shooter games. And the whole game, like you just fight off hordes of insect aliens. And I used to play that game way back in the day with Steve. And ever since playing that and just the multitude of alien movies that came out in the early 2000s where they all looked like giant insects yo shout um, out starship troopers yeah like that like evolution eight-legged freaks came out at that time there's just a whole lot of big insect stuff going on yeah, a lot of big earth bugs. defense yeah a lot of big bugs coming out and you know i just not about big bugs dude 
bugs are as small as they are for a reason because like evil only deserves like to be that small like <laughs> yo I, honestly i don't mind oh shit okay we're good oh, no nope, sorry <laughs> i thought we were about to have a technical difficulty it's we're sorry right, we've been good. gone for two weeks we're just we're just we're making a couple mistakes here but anyway um most bugs i don't mind you know, like there's some bugs that like, I mean, they look weird. Like when we were at the cottage, there's some bugs that like, I'm sure that they're completely harmless, but I hate them. Just, they look scary. Like why, why Dude, would you like even you, So you're telling me like, if you're just walking down the street and you just saw like a five foot tall snail, just, just fucking sliming its way down the sidewalk, you wouldn't be like, fuck this. I'm out. Like, I, I, are snails bugs? I don't think they're bugs, but uh, snails. That, I mean, it would, yeah, it would, make, not, it would like, make me unsettled, but, but you know, um, you know, if you just saw like a giant ladybug, just fucking just climbing up the side of a house, you would just be like that. That's a monster. Yeah, I'm glad and everyone small. in the house is dead. I'm I'm glad yeah. that they're small and they, and they are, they, there are some that are very unsettling, but for the most part, like I'm fine with bugs, but, uh, but I will agree with you that evil does live in a small form. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're black like moth? and they're moth, yellow. They Moths can, are fine. They can go big. Yeah, like I, I've seen it. I've seen Mothra. I fuck with that. But, uh, but you know? the wasps, that's, yeah. that's, I think, proof of the devil. Like if you needed proof, yeah. like it's not exorcisms. It's that wasps exist. They don't do anything. Yeah, it kills the sword coming out of its ass. And then and they literally Ready. they literally I mean they're horrifying. They're they're just angry all the time and they there they came into my house that one summer and it was the and I'm yeah. allergic it was the nightmare of my life. It was literally a waking nightmare every day. <laughs> um they were in my bed. Uh I I've been stung so many times in my life, so much so that I've become um allergic and uh that they yeah i just i can't stand wasps hornets all of those things that's you know to me if it it disproves god like why would if god loves us so much now i'm not religious but say say you ascribe to the thing that god is all knowing all loving all powerful why did he make them (laughs) i don't know I, I'm, and I'm, then, I'm just well I, like here's here's I'm gonna say he didn't make wasps he made bees but then there was a bee that was like I don't know just a really pissed off bee that's like hey man I'm gonna go off for a minute and go and he just like got his own little cult of angry bees they went off for a minute and then just evolved into a pack of just ferociously angry bees that don't even like honey anymore and then they're just like yeah, we're just pissed. We don't even like honey. We don't have purpose. So I'm just going to fucking ruin your day. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm 95% sure that that's the abridged, uh, abridged, uh, plot of the time machine. Am I, <laughs> I think <so. laughs> where, where some angry, angry humans go live underground and they become gnarled and angry and they don't really have a purpose except to fuck shit up. I remember watching that movie as a kid Guy and Pierce. even back as a kid being like, this is particularly bad. <laughs> yeah. It's not a masterpiece. <laughs> I mean, Guy Pierce, Guy Pierce has been in movies for a long time. And that's a guy who like, 
That's a guy who, uh, who, who, a literal guy, yeah, a literal guy who I thought he was going to blow up so many times, but then he never, he like, he just constantly stays at the same level. You know what I mean? Like he like yeah, shows up in some real stinkers. Really good supporting character in a big movie or like a good lead for like a small indie. Yeah, or he's like, or he's like, he goes from being like, it's like a kind of stinker, mediocre movie to like a sleeper hit to showing up randomly in like a Christopher Nolan movie and then, and then vanishing again. I mean, well, Christopher Nolan, he was in Memento a long time ago, but like he'll show up in like a Ridley Scott movie or something and he'll play, like you said, like a power supporting actor role and he'll kill Mm -hmm. it and then he'll like vanish again and then show up in some like low budget, stinky action heist movie. And then and he was in the King's speech. He was awesome in that. As- yeah. Like that's the thing. He's it's an enigma. Like he's, you know who he is and he is definitely a actor and star, but then, and then he's done just a bunch of random Australian shit too, that we probably haven't seen because oh, he's Australian a good actor. Movies. I'm not saying he's not, I'm just saying I, I thought that he was going to kind of like, reach a certain level you know what i mean like i thought he was going to ascend at a certain point because he would he always would pull through with like really good supporting roles or even in stuff where he was the lead i was like cool but then he did like the time machine which was like kind of pretty bad and like you know but he did memento which is incredible like it's just he's an enigma he's a strange there's a couple actors that are like that where it's like they never really they do good and they bump up, but then they drop the ball and then they bump up and they never really like ascend to that level of like, you know what I mean? Like of like, yeah, they, they take their place in the halls Uh, of glory of, of the, I would say no, who is really, uh, Jamie Foxx is really fucking good. Like, I mean, like, he's, he's got, he's got his shit. Like, when he did Ray, like, that was wild. But, he's like. He's doing a movie. He's playing Mike Tyson. He, yeah. And, but, like, he, him and Django is fantastic. Well, like, he's, he's, him and Collateral is fantastic, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, he's, he's really good. And, like, when he's, like, in, like, a. I, don't know, I think he maybe that's maybe he just needs like the good roles written for him. But well, you know, he's doing Jamie Foxx is also a crazy talented dude. dude oh, yeah. He's comedian, anything. musician, actor. I'm pretty sure he has a Grammy. I'm pretty sure he, he does an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he's he's yeah, he's, he's killer. He's a killer for Ray. Yeah. Shout out Jamie, Jamie right. Foxx. OK, here's a good transition. Jamie Foxx. Uh, Spider-Man. No way home trailer oh, comes shit. out uh well it came out um and you know jamie fox is in the new trailer um the 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 worst kept secret in all of hollywood the uh spider-man all returning they they put out the first trailer which showed um dr octopus and implied the existence of the green goblin the second trailer it not only shows lizard sandman um uh, Electro, uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro, and uh, uh, Dr. Octopus and Green Goblin. Um, but it also, uh, you know, they obviously made so many changes to it and rushed it around so much that that the studio made laughably large mistakes uh, in the trailer and the uh, ravenous Marvel fans 
uh, rip through the trailers frame by frame and uh, pretty much confirm the existence of the other Spider-Men without them being in it. Oh, wow. Um, Which is, I mean, what do you expect? You know that these people are frothing at the mouth at it. You know that people have leaked it. You know that there have been leaked screenshots and you just choose not to leave, put them in the trailer. I mean, Tom Holland's literally leaked everything for every movie. um, He's actually managed to not not do anything (sighs) this time. But the problem is other people where like Jamie Foxx posted a picture on his Instagram with Electro and three Spider-Men. And, and, uh, and that was like a while ago. That was like time, time ago. And people yeah. kind of forgot about it until now. Um, but listen, just hear, hear, hear this. Cause this is just hilarious. Like, I think this is the funniest thing in the world. So, okay, cause I haven't seen the trailer or read anything about it. Oh, like, well you should watch the trailer because, uh, it's, you know, you, you see Goblin, you see, and and Willem Dafoe does a voiceover, and you see Goblet. You see you see them all going crazy. It, it's it's sick, but okay. So that listen, they go through frame by frame, and they catch. There's a scene in the trailer where you see Electro, Sandman, and the Lizard, and they're all on top of uh, uh, a uh, scaffolding or whatever around the 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 Statue of Liberty, and they're all jumping towards. Spider-Man, but they're not looking the two, the two on the sides, Electro and, and Lizard are not looking at um, Tom Holland. They're looking at something else. And then as they're jumping, uh, they get to a certain point in the sky and the Lizard gets punched in the face by an invisible force and like fully like cripples over, like, like crumples over uh, and there's nothing there. And everyone immediately screen grabbed it and like, well, looks like they deleted somebody out of this scene. I wonder who that could be. And then they kept going through it. And then they found in a shot, uh, a half, half edited out Spider-Man arm. (laughs) So like whoever's doing these, editing these trailers and putting them together, I don't know, man. I don't know if Sony and Marvel is like just beating your ass and you're so tired and you just made these mistakes, but there's other things too, like some other stuff that people pointed out and whatever. And it's just like, come on guys, just show the Spider-Man you want to sell it. You want to sell a a million more tickets, show the three Spider-Man people will go and say, you want to give more incentive, give the incentive of showing them in it so that the people who don't give a shit about Tom Holland will buy a ticket just to see Tobey Maguire or just to see Andrew Garfield. Stop. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you trying to keep this secret hidden when everybody already knows that it it's happening? You know what I mean? Like people already have been the, the leaking community and the Marvel shit is voracious, voracious. They'll, they'll rip through yeah. everything. Just put it out. Just, I don't know why they didn't do it. Now, with that all being said, I'm rock hard for the movie because I love the fact that all the villains are back. I love the fact that all the Spider-Men will hopefully be back. I don't want to stamp it and say for sure because I don't know. Marvel changes shit I haven't even seen the last one yet with fucking Mysterio, Billy. So I need need to catch up on that one. Yes. Uh, That one's all right. It's not as good as Homecoming for me, but it's it's all right. Uh, the, um, but yeah, no, the trailer came out. It looks pretty crazy. I'm definitely here for it. 
Love to see all the guys, the Spider-Men come back and get a proper, uh, proper closure, especially Andrew Garfield. Cause we never got the third, uh, amazing Spider-Man movie. Um, and, uh, and I really actually liked him as Peter Parker. I know you don't care about Spider-Man, but, um, the, the, I was just, I, I saw the trailer. I was like, damn man, here's, here's Otto Octavius. Here's Green Goblin. Oh, Jamie Foxx is Electro, but he's actually got the comic. <laughs> did you say the Greek Goblin? <laughs> the Greek Goblin. <laughs> I, if I did, I didn't mean to. The Green Goblin. <laughs> the man's just Willem fucking Defoe. Giannis yeah. just on the fucking, on the fucking hoverboard thing, <laughs> just throwing fucking dunks out at yeah. people. Just- the Greek <laughs> Goblin. I like that. Um, yeah, no, it was good. It's it's pretty sick. I just I can't believe they made such glaring mistakes. Like to leave the clip in where yeah. where the lizard is getting punched by somebody who's not there, uh, and it's visible. Like it's clearly visible. I sent it to my girlfriend last night. She was or two nights ago or whenever the trailer came out. She was like, "LOL, can't believe it." Uh, it's, it's just. It, it's just silly. I, I obviously they keep working these guys hard and they keep changing up the trailers and keep switching things up. And they've got all these different yeah. CGI companies doing this part and doing that part so that nobody really can piece together the full thing. And da 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 the, you know, the, the business of keeping Marvel secrets from the people and whatever, but come on, man, you could have at least shown one of them. You could have shown at least Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, or you could have shown the two Spider-Men, give the people a little bit of a crumb of something that they want so that people won't be angry. Cause everyone's like, everyone who likes Marvel was like, we already know these guys are in this, you know, you, you already imagine the movie just doesn't have any of them. (laughs) Just doesn't, it doesn't have another Spider-Man doesn't have Daredevil. Marvel pulls out the vengeful dad and like cuts all of the extra villains out from it, even though they're in the trailer. Just like, yeah. yeah, we're just gonna we're literally just putting Green Goblin and and and, and Doc Ock in it. And that's it. Yeah. You guys get nothing yeah. else. You're grounded. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> <laughs> you need to eat your vegetables and you need to say your prayers. When you go to sleep, you need to, to you need to not be late for school. You need to stop disrespecting me. You're grounded. Um <laughs> whatever parents get mad at, I don't know. Uh anyway, uh. um uh the yeah no that's that's crazy i guess we talked about jurassic world we talked about uh or jurassic world evolution which again sick what else have i been playing oh there's a new rocket league uh pass that that looks sick mm-hmm. i'm kind of glad about that because the ones from the last pass were kind of not so great yeah um i can give a brief update on ghost of tsushima Oh is, yeah, you've uh, got the uh, bonus stuff. I don't have it. Yet. I have, I'm still finishing. Pl- I have played and completed the director's cut now with the uh, the Iki Island um, DLC, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty hard. Um, yeah, it, it it. I was playing it in New Game Plus. Went to it. Um, if I was like playing like a fresh game and tried to go to that island as soon as you could go to that island, I'd probably get fucked up. Um, there's a lot of really strong enemies and cause uh, you know how they all have like, it's different stances and stuff. And you just have to match the stances. 
Well, now they have enemies. They have like multiple different weapons. So they'll just switch their stance up on you. You're like, po- the whole point of the story is that you're like uh, poisoned. So you're like hallucinating the whole time. So there's like, yeah, it's really cool. There's a whole bunch of shit in it. And, you know, you get to play a flute for a monkey uh, and yes. a deer. Yes. And cats. That's what I wanted. I wanted oh, yeah. flute for monkey. Hell I love yeah, this dude. animals. The monkey. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's sick. I uh, it looks yeah, so really that dope. Game, it looks so fucking good on the PS5. The PS5 version runs okay. Five, it takes five seconds to play this game. Like between clicking the game in the menu to going to the main game menu and then loading up my file takes five to ten seconds. Like it's so fast. Yeah, that's one There's of the no things. No loading screen. I love game. about it's the, insane. That's one of the things I love about the PS5 is just how fast it is. Like if I, mm-hmm. if I open up any of the games that I have on my actual PS5, like my PS5 games, yeah. um, like Jurassic World Evolution starts immediately. Like all of the mm-hmm. stuff starts immediately. Alien Fireteam immediately. You know, like there's no wait time. There's no load up time. There's no boost or um. Yeah. Boost. There's no, uh, 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 you know, where it has to like log in and and um, yeah, and yeah. then it, no network issues. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. yeah. No, what like am I that. trying to say? Not boost. There's no. Uh, it doesn't have to uh, boot up. It doesn't. There's no boot up time. Boot up. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, so it's pretty. It's that was cool. I'm 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 gonna get it. I'm I'm just gonna finish my PS4 version. Uh, finish the um uh story i'm almost done i actually yeah. played it a little bit recently i'm trying to knock actually finish games like i oh i, I f- played until dawn i finished until dawn that game's sick i i yeah I, it's old i'm sure everybody's talked about it till death but like i love it i'm gonna download the other dark pictures trilogy mm-hmm. uh games and play I, it because- i have until dawn and i've I've started it multiple times. I've just never got through it. I just needed to sit down. Like, it's always fun. And I'm like, ah, shit. I just, it's just like one of those things. Cause like, it's not one of those, it's just like not a game. You can just like pop on like, and just be like, okay, willy nilly, which I've tried to do with it. But then, you know, you're trying to like pick back up, like not playing it for a while. And then you're like, fuck, what shit, what decisions have I previously made? Like I'm, what did what have i done with characters and like yeah if you're not really tapped into like playing that game you can you know but i yeah. guess that's like any game that's like you know well really but this one's but driven. this one's a lot like you have to remember what you did like it, it was easier because i played it over like a week and a half and it helped because my girlfriend really liked watching me play it so she was the one who was like yo finish it finish it and i'm glad that i did um, but because it's your choices impact, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure book. Well, yeah, as a game. it's just like a choose your own adventure, like video game where it's like, there's some quick time moments, but then there is also like moments where you get to just walk around and look at shit and find stuff and like puzzles yeah. and stuff. I don't know. It's a fun game. Like it's, it like, it's like, there's, it's kind of like telltale games. I think 
Telltale games aren't as, I guess, um, immersive as this one even. Like some tell some Telltale games kind of stink, but like Wolf Among Us is a really good one where that one you're just kind of like watching a really cool movie. Where, yeah, um, and like, I mean this one like it is very much a movie, but the choices that you make are so uh, influential on all mm-hmm. the stories. Like we finished... Um, I finished the game and there was some of the story, like the butterfly effect things that I yeah. hadn't even either. I hadn't started. I think there was two of them that I hadn't even gotten to because of the choices that I made in the game. And there are things where it's like, Oh, you found a bat in the basement and it, and then you forget to check your butterfly thing. So then it comes later and it's like, should I go to the basement or should I try to run upstairs? And you're like, I'm going to run upstairs because there's more places to hide. And then you miss out on the bat that you found four chapters ago, right? Like, unless you're mm-hmm. constantly checking on your your butterfly effect um, chart and you're constantly checking your totems and you're constantly, like, pausing and, and doing all this stuff, uh, playing over a long period of time with long breaks you'll miss things because it's, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it was relatively quick to play. Like I would say it was probably about 10 hours. So, you know, it's not, it's not a, a wholly time consuming game. Um, and well, I think it's supposed to be like one of the, a game that you play multiple times over and over and over again and like be like, okay, what if I do this this time? And it's like, okay, well, this guy gets a fucking ice pick through his eyeball. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, shit, I shot cool. one of the girls in the face. I didn't have to, but I did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it was a good game. I really actually, I, I like the fact that different choices bring about different outcomes. I like the fact that it was really atmospheric and, um, I like the twists in it. I like the fact that, um, it incorporates a lot of different horror ideas. Uh, you know, the, uh, revenge, the paranormal, psycho killers there's a lot of questions of what's actually happening as it goes on i figured it out pretty much like two or three uh chapters in i kind of figured out what was going on but um Mm -hmm. that's probably because you know extensive study on narrative helped me um but like if you're a casual player uh it, it provides a lot of twists and turns and it definitely um it's definitely definitely atmospheric, and the one thing is that it's easy to play. There's not a hard learning curve, like you said. There's quick time moments. There's choices that you make, but you make the choices pretty much just by directions. Um, and yeah, it's it was fun. I was kind of I don't want to spoil too much because you haven't played it. But one of the characters mm-hmm. died at the end, and it was real. It was real bullshit. How I, it shouldn't have happened. I don't know if it was because sometimes you have to move or sometimes you don't have to do things or sometimes, you know, I don't know, but I, whatever it was that I did, I did it wrong. And then my character died, even though I didn't do anything wrong. So maybe I was supposed to make a mistake there. I don't know. Um, but it, 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 it's a, a really cool concept of creating this game where the choices you make come back. And, and I, I, I kind of like the fact that it's a closed narrative, because it allows you to see the payoffs a lot better. Like I feel like open world games where it's like, Oh, you kill this one guy. And then later you don't get offered a, a side quest or whatever that, that, Mm. you know, you wouldn't know that side quest exists unless you looked it up. 
You know what I mean? Like there's so much going on in an open world game where it's like you easily lose these things where it's like, oh, I popped some dude in the head. And then later it's like some side quest isn't available, but there's like 50 other side quests, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't really affect the gameplay that much. Whereas this one, it's like, because it's so condensed, the choices you make play out to you as you're playing through. And then it becomes, you, you realize, oh, you know, especially at the end when things are ramping up, you make a wrong mistake, someone dies. So it's like, you know, the, the payoff becomes more immediate. And then later, because so-and-so is dead, you can't access this part of the game or you, you, you know, whatever. I just think it's because it's condensed, you see it a lot better. You see the uh, yeah. effects of your choices a lot better than with an open world game. But, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Whatever. Well, speaking of open world games, I'm going to talk about a game I'm incredibly stoked upon uh, because now they've released a bunch of footage. I guess like Marvel fans, fans of like From Software games are also just like rabid beasts. Um, <laughs> are you talking about people, Elden Ring? Yeah, like Elden Ring. Like people that love like the Souls games and like shit they're absolute animals and like this game looks wild it looks sick like it looks like dark souls has all the dark souls parts but now it's open world now you have a horse now you can jump now there's like stealth elements it looks absolutely wild like i've just watched like i've just been watching like youtubers just play it and i'm like this game looks fucking good because i guess they did like a network network test so like all the you know fancy people can go but they can only release so much footage of whatever before the game actually releases in February, I think. So, yeah, I've just been I've been super stoked for that because this game looks fun. It looks like a Dark Souls game, but it has like elements of like um like exploration elements you'd find in like Breath of the Wild or like an Assassin's Creed game even. Like there's dungeons now. It's very I don't know. Seem, seems like a game that I'm probably going to end up spending so much fucking time in. Yeah, so. I actually, I've watched some trailers for it and stuff, and I, I, it reminds me of like, um, I really like the art style, and I, I really like the yeah. uh, uh, kind of open world aspect and the more kind of fantasy aspect of it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's a- very fantastical. Like this game, I think really leans into the magic side a bit more. Like whenever I've played Dark Souls, this is where people get into nerd talk, where they're talking about builds. Like, what's your build? Blah blah blah. I guess I play as what you would call a a knight build. So I'm typically more sword and shield type dude, and try try not do that much magic. But this game looks like you have so many different like types of magic you can do like i said i was watching today a dude was spawning jellyfish i was like i don't even know what the fuck these things do i want to spawn a jellyfish it's awesome yeah i might have to check that one out too and soon i don't i don't know maybe it has already happened that the battlefield the new battlefield's out uh i haven't uh, it i think it's it's very soon i think if not because the new call of duty's out i'm not touching i think we talked about this yeah, Last Call time, of Duty. I don't really. Wanna, nah, nah, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, but I'm I, really I might going buy down the Battlefield that, but, game. 
I mean, like the battlefield, it looks cool. I played the beta. The beta was okay, but it was also like a beta and wasn't, you know, I don't know. I'll wait for it to come out, see what people are saying, and hopefully, you know, hopefully it's okay. I I have faith because most of the battlefield games, people like tend to be like, oh, they, they suck at first. But then like I've gone back and played both of them all far more playable than like if you go and try to play whatever the call of duty game from four years ago is you're not going to be able to fucking play it some kid's going to be just shooting you in the fucking head through 10 walls with like because activision or whatever they're in fucking court so much they can't even fucking monitor their fucking servers because they're fucking slave laboring their goddamn workers so (laughs) (laughs) fucking assholes yeah i don't know I'm not going to, I've, I've watched some clips of people playing Vanguard and stuff like that. And it looks like it's fun. I guess it just, it looks and it, like it sucks. Cause the world war two call of duty games are like the ones that I really like. I think world war call of duty, world war two is straight up the last call of duty game. I actually thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I, to me, it's like, at this point, am I going to invest my money into, cause games aren't cheap anymore, right? Like, no. am I going to invest my money into something that I'm going to play for a couple months until they announce the next one? You know what I mean? Like at this oh, yeah. point, it's like, Hey, I bought call of duty. I bought modern warfare. I played it till the wheels fell off. And then black ops came out. I started playing black ops. I was enjoying it for the most part, but then all of the people moved over to Black Ops 2, and then it just became the same thing, same game, just a different skins, different whatever. And it wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't, you know, all the all the kind of like toxic stuff came back to it. And it got to a point where it was just not fun to play. And then mm-hmm. now, and then oh, immediately after that, guess what? Here we have uh, a Call of Duty Vanguard coming out in a couple months and here's another $80 you need to spend to go do this, that, and the other thing. But this time we have World War II. It's like, I don't know. It just doesn't, I just didn't. So when this episode comes out, Battlefield will be out. Tomorrow. Yeah. So tomorrow, the 19th, it's out. And so far from what I can see, reviews are very mid. Huh. Well, maybe I won't buy it then. Um, I don't know. I'll wait. I'll wait. It's also I wish, EA I wish games, these, so I, it'll probably be on sale by in like no time. Like that's the thing about like big, huge like fucking game companies. Like Ubisoft games are always on sale. EA is always on fucking sale. Yeah, these it's, the game will probably be on sale in like I'm sure no like Christmas time. time. Pick it up. Christmas time will probably, probably be okay. Yeah, I mean here's yeah, the thing: sure. Battlefield they don't put out as many games as often because they obviously put a lot more effort into them. Mm-hmm. I think Battlefield One and Battlefield Five are both incredible. Like World yeah. War One and World War Two, they're they're incredible. World War One's One's okay, just because uh, just the combat just feels very lacking. Oh, I love. I don't know. I love. I love Battlefield One. I, I really no, no, enjoy... I I I think just the just the leaps and bounds of just war of between World War One and World War Two. World War Two is just there's so much more shit you can do. 
Yeah, it, I'm, I'm not saying the game's bad. I'm just saying in terms of uh, war style. I yeah. like my war a little bit more, you know, more tanks, not so much French <laughs> warfare. If, I, if I'm like, going to create a war... <laughs> I'm going to uh, bomb a city is what I, I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> no, I mean, the first, the first, those two games are really great. They obviously put a lot of effort into Battlefield 1, used that engine to make Battlefield 5. Uh, both of them worked really well. I, I would like a modern shooter that is a large scale modern shooter. I mean, people loved Battlefield 4 as well. The, the modern Battlefield 1 that mm-hmm. came out before Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5. Um and I remember playing Battlefield 4 and Battlefield Field 3, and I like large open map, uh, you know, fighting games. I, I hope that it's pretty good. I mean, I'm like you, I'll probably wait until it goes on sale because paying $90 for a game is, is tough. It's a tough look yeah. right now. And apparently um, Battlefield 24, it's exclusively multiplayer. So there's, apparently there's no campaign. So that's... Uh... Well, I mean, if you're buying it, that I, I don't really play it. I mean, the Battlefield 5 and Battlefield 1 campaigns are yeah. fun and all. Like, I've done them, but, like, really, I buy them to play online. So, yeah. I mean. I don't but, know. The last, like, Battlefield, the bad company Battlefield games are, so, like, those are my two, like, favorite Battlefield games ever. Battle, bad Company and Bad Company 2. Those games are awesome. Um. Um, yeah, no, I like bad company and bad company too. I, you know what? I just think I would like to see a large scale fighting game that has, that's modern, that has, uh, you know, actual thought put into it. Maybe, I don't know. I just think maybe they should spend some of the hundreds of millions of dollars they are spending or millions of dollars or however much it is on advertising and put it into like hiring some more people to Mm -hmm. better code your game. Like there's no reason why modern warfare, the game is like almost 300 gigabytes. Yeah. There's no reason we've talked about this, but there's no reason for that. And you know, I just think it'll be interesting to see how games go going forward because, you know, you're seeing this kind of dichotomy of the kind of video game machine system pumping out, you know, various sequels of games, however many Assassin's Creed or version of Call of Duty or whatever there are. But then you have these people who are coming out with games that are completely unique and and totally engrossing and they're the ones that are winning all of their rewards um and people are starting to get tired of it i think and people are expecting a bit more like look at games like ghost of shima or or um horizon zero dawn or um you know red dead redemption 2 or uh yeah people just don't want a fucking broken game like yeah even like now, I've started playing Cyberpunk again because it's been updated enough now where it's like, oh, this is, I can do stuff and a dude isn't just going to appear in front of me. Yeah, randomly. people aren't T posing. And, and now it's like, oh, this, this is an awesome game. This is yeah. closer to what the game should have been. I think when it I came out, they should have just delayed it a year. Yeah. I if think- they released a game in the state it is now, people would be like, oh, yeah. There's bugs, but like it's a new game. It has bugs. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like there's a certain level as like you're willing to like allow, like if you're paying $80, $90, $100 for a fucking game, you 
and like you know, especially now since games they're a constantly updating thing. It's not back like back in the day where it's like, okay, it's now on a disc. You have the disc. That's it. If if there's a glitch, there's a glitch. Now it's like, oh, we can go. We can retroactively fix all these things. So now the people are like willing to be lenient for companies to be like, yeah, if I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that you'll fix it, but you know, if everybody is going to take the fucking active vision route, where it's like, okay, you download. 300 gigabyte game you already gave us our 80 dollars you already paid 20 dollars for the fucking battle pass fuck you we don't care some kids cheating well i mean i gotta say i gotta give uh, like cd project red and cyberpunk what a mess that was and yes it is far more playable i mean they just delayed the ps5 version to the first quarter of 2021 which i knew was gonna happen um and you know what i figure take your time Put it out so that it works. There's no problems, please. I would rather have that once that version comes out and I get a chance to sink my teeth into it and play it and enjoy it. I'm sure we will do an episode on it because there's a lot to talk about that game uh, insofar as where they went wrong and also what's really good about it because there's a lot about cyberpunk that I really enjoy and there's a lot of the scope of what they were trying to create that I really enjoy. But then there's a lot of stuff where it's like, Come on, guys. You got to be fucking kidding me. Um, But I hate that. I hate the fact that people, like, put out a completed game, you know? Test your game. Complete your game. And the other thing I hate now is that everything you have to buy a pass for, if you want to get these extra levels, you want to do these extra things, it's like I'm paying $80, $90, $120 for a video game, and now you're telling me I have to spend another $40 to get access to this extra content later down the line. And I have to pay it every time that I want to get access to this extra content that you release. You know, you don't think that that was yeah. enough of a, of a, a, uh, an, you know, uh, an investment on my end, the console itself, which is 800, a mm-hmm. thousand plus, plus the, a game that's 90 to 140, $150. And now yeah. I have to pay on top of that just to have access to these things. That's why I like games which are cheap and then you pay for the extra stuff. You get the base game that you can play and enjoy. Uh, yeah. And then later, you, which is why I don't, I don't have a problem buying a, um, a uh, 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 Rocket Pass on Rocket League. I don't have a problem paying for a Rocket Pass on a Rocket League because it was a free game. I can play the game without that. And Mm -hmm. I could still grind my way to get some cool skins or whatever if I really wanted to. But I can also pay the $13 and get the pass, which lasts five months or four months. And I'm pretty sure because I didn't have, I had enough credit. So I'm pretty sure if you just get one pass and just continuously play enough, like then it just, then pays for itself again exactly. and again and again. And that's which and I, we play frequently enough for it. So, yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. Same with the Red Dead. It's like playing Red yeah. Dead. I don't mind buying the Outlaw passes um, because one, you can make gold in the game just by playing. And two, you get a bunch of free stuff. And usually it entitles you to get the gold back that you spent on it if you actually play. 
And that yeah. those kinds of things where you can buy into that makes sense to me. But then you look at games like Call of Duty where it's like you have to get these, you get these battle passes and you unlock all these different things, but then there's a whole other store filled with stuff that you have to use yeah, your money for. It's like, for. oh, you, you want this scope this. that's way yeah. better than everybody else's, but you can't get it unless you pay twenty dollars for a fucking skin pack yeah, where twenty twenty six like, ninety nine to get enough tokens to buy a skin pack like are you kidding me like i already paid so much money for this game that's taking up 300 gigabytes on my goddamn playstation for no reason there's no reason why it's doing that and now i get a pass which is the passes have been getting harder to level up in call of duty like every game that we've I've played, the passes have gotten harder and harder to level up, and then they're and then it's just stupid. It's I don't know. I have an issue with that. Anyway, um, we should take a quick couple minutes here uh, uh, to uh, quickly run through anything that we've been watching. Uh, I don't know if we have any recommendations. Um, I have one or two that I can start with. I don't know if you've watched uh, anything recently. Uh, I've only really watched two things recently of the television variety. Um, I've just been watching Hell's Kitchen. That's mainly it. Which now I'm it's about like five or six seasons in. And they haven't switched any of the like competitions within like the team competitions it's all the same shit in the same episode uh, it's getting kind of annoying now and the thing i hate the first three seasons it was like okay these people are chefs yada 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 but in season four five you realize like oh these people just want to be on tv now so now you get like the people that are deliberately just like look at me i'm a big zany character guy well, <laughs> look like, at me i'm loud like, i'm oh, cool you, i'm dude. smoke like, weed yeah but uh, then there's like some like quiet girl that doesn't say anything and she like and then you know Ramsey's like yeah you actually make good food blah, 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 blah. oh yeah, you're yeah. an actual chef Whoa. yeah um, well I've been watching Vikings uh, nice. it's nice. so far so good pacing's a little weird because they're trying to fit so much like it covers such a wide period of time like so like because you know, like they'll go to England yeah. and then they'll come back. And in reality, that would take like half a year. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure uh, Steve had a gripe about this show where he was like, yeah, like half the people in the show weren't even alive at the same time. Oh, yeah, like, it's definitely fictionalized, but yeah. it's, you know, I enjoy I'm enjoying it so far. Um, and it has it's a good mix of uh, it's kind of like Game of Thrones light. Like there's a bunch of the like kind of wooey woo stuff from game of thrones that's taken out and it's just about i mean there's still mm -hmm. like ooh, he had a vision and stuff like that but it's all based in like norse mythology and stuff like that um and uh uh it's pretty good pre pretty pretty enjoyable um i watched red notice uh which was uh surprisingly better than i thought it was going to be considering um you know the rock being the rock and uh and Ryan Reynolds, um, Ryan Reynolds, being being Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. But you know what? There's enough twists and enough spice and a little bit of sauce added into it that it 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 really actually was entertaining. I mean, it's a Saturday afternoon movie or like a, a Friday night movie. Like it's not a uh, you know, 
thought-provoking piece, but it was entertaining. Uh, you know, it was enjoyable. Uh, the, the, I didn't see the twist coming, the twists. Um, and you know, it was, it was what it was. It was just enough of the rock being the rock and just enough of, of Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds with a little bit of seasoning added to it. So it was a, and a little bit of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. acting, not expecting them to act the way that they're acting or, or a little bit of character flaw or character growth and development that it, it didn't rub me the wrong way. Ryan Reynolds for me is really hit or miss as a dude, really nice, good dude, comedian, funny guy, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah. sometimes he just, he can grind yeah. on me. You know I what hate I mean? When, I hate when actors are just personalities and it's just like, they stop. It's just like the rock hasn't acted in like 10 years. He just shows up and he's like, I'm the rock. I'm going to do big boy shit and you're going to pay me <laughs> millions of dollars. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, uh huh. That makes sense. Like never has the rock like, like I don't think the rock is on set ever. Like looking at a script in a corner by himself being like, I can't figure this character out. I just, I can't figure <laughs> him out right now. He's never had that moment ever. <laughs> no, I don't think so. You know? He's um, not having like a, like a, like a fucking Joaquin Phoenix, like trying to get into like the Joker or his character from like the master. No, he's always, or he's always, he, he's <laughs> always ready. Cause he's always is the character that he plays. He's just like, always, he's always ready. He's always wrong. Um, I, I still think that the probably the best rock movie is The Rundown. Um, that might be a hot take, <laughs> but like I think that that's no, probably that's like that's probably the best that he's ever been. I like um, Walking Tall. Walking yeah, Tall Walking is, Tall is it's sick an too. absolute shit movie, but hey, you know what? Sick I'll movie. Say it's a vibe. It's a it's a, it goes. Um. Yeah. No. That's that's definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, no, the, 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 it was, it was surprisingly good. I'm just trying to think right now. I'm looking quickly. I watched all of season two of Skinwalker or Secret of Skinwalker Ranch because I like UFOs and shit. That was, that was fine. I mean, I don't understand how, like, I mean, it's a TV show, uh, but like, there's some weird stuff that happens on it. But then also, there's episodes where like nothing happens. This is the whole mm-hmm. history television show where there's like, they're like, like curse of Oak Island where they spend a whole episode talking about how there was like, Oh, there was metal in the ground. And then they dig in the ground. They're like, there's no metal. And that's the whole episode. And you're like, why did I watch this? Right? Like I, if I'm going to watch some right. dumb history show, I'd rather watch forged in fire or something. At least they like cut things. The guy says your weapon will kill. And he like stabs the, you know, <laughs> At least that's going on, right? Um, no, I've been watching Invasion, uh, which is an Apple TV show. Um, surprisingly atmospheric, and, and it's a real slow burn. Uh, it's not a high-paced uh, sh- show at all, but it is um, very, like, it's a very slow burn, like, taut, personal, uh, character-driven um look at at the world being invaded by aliens that i i don't even know how to explain how they look they just showed them in the last episode they they look fucked they look so weird 
Um, Fucking aliens. Bro. No, but it's not like they don't look like, you know, like grays or like, and they, they look like a, like a worm with spikes on it. It's it, but it can nah, walk. It's, it up, dude. it's, it's weird, but they, it, it's it, so far so good. I've really enjoyed the show. It's not for everybody. Definitely not for everybody because some people need that like action. They want to get the like blood pumping and stuff. And that's their, that the, the action is the juice, right? As uh, what's his name in heat says. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, um, uh, it's pretty good. I watched you. Yeah. I finally watched season one and yeah. two of you. Which uh, <laughs> did we do we talk about the show already? Because no, we I, did I not talk about the we, show already. We need to discuss how because I'm gonna I'm gonna suck my own dick here. I think I described it very well as it's uh just Dexter with Instagram, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> yeah, like you know, that's what I said when it's when we started watching it because like I was always turned off by the idea of it, especially because of the response online. Like everybody was like, "You can stalk me any day," or like, "You can you can kill me, daddy," and shit like that. And I was like, "Oh, this this definitely looks like a weird CW show." Yeah, but these are just hot and horny teenage. Who yeah, but- is the target audience of the show? I, look. I just, I saw it and I thought, okay, it's a show about a guy who stalks a woman and who kills people. Like, I didn't know anything about it. So I was like, okay, this, this attractive man is an obsessive, uh, obsessive person who possibly, who stalks and possibly kills or assaults or whatever women. Um, And all of these people online are saying they want him to do it to them. And it just rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, this it seems like it's it's a C, like it, it reads to me as like a CW show, and the guy is from Gossip Girl or from some from some one of those shows, Pretty Little Gossip Liars, Girl something like that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, and it just read to me as like kind of like self indulgent fluff for people who like who have like a fetish for criminals. I don't know if. if I, it was, ugh, I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way completely. So I never watched any of it. And then finally my girlfriend convinced me. She said, you'll actually like it. The guy's really charming. It's really well written. Uh, you know, it's, it's not, it's not like a CW show though. It has some actors from it. It's, you know, there's, it's actually quite like freaky at some points and blah, blah, blah. And so I started watching it and within like half an hour. I turned to her and said, Oh, this is just Dexter. Yeah. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just this charismatic evil dude who you wind up rooting for, even though he does heinous things. And, um, you know, he's somehow able to get himself out of every situation and all these things. But he's so damn charming. And and the cast is really good. And the way that it's shot is really interesting. And I'm a sucker for the for good fourth wall breaks and and good, you know, well-written stuff. And he plays kind of he has multiple versions of himself. And I don't know, it just worked really well for me. It's I'm not gonna say that it's, you know, incredible, it's life-changing, it's a, you know, but it's way better than I thought it was gonna be. Cause I was basing it off of the response that I saw when it first came out or first came to Netflix or whatever. And I was like, 
this definitely seems like it's not my type of shit. Like I was oh, like, this yeah. is a hundred percent seems really weird. Seems, you know, I don't get it. I didn't get the, I didn't really get how he could be this person who people were like, he's evil, but he's charming and blah. I don't know. It just didn't, nothing about it screamed to me that it was something I would like, but I've watched two of the seasons uh, and I, I will admit that I was wrong. There was a bit more to it than I thought there was going to be. And if you like Dexter, um, it probably is up your alley. You know, yeah. if, if you enjoyed watching Dexter, but you're right. He is just Dexter with, uh, uh, in social media, right? <laughs> yeah. Dexter's coming back too. It, it is currently back. It is currently airing new episodes for whatever fucking reason. I don't know why they're making, but probably cause everyone was so mad about the finale of the, of the show. So they're like, "Hey, we're gonna come back and give it a proper ending or something." I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, don't I didn't. Know, I didn't but... watch enough of. De- I didn't finish watching Dexter. I think I watched like the first like four seasons or something like that. Now, and so. that's where you should end. You should end at the season with John Lithgow. That's the best one. It's after that season, it's it peaks there, and it's just like fuck it after that. So which season yeah. is that, John? That's Lith- the fourth. That's literally the fourth season. Oh, okay, yeah. Season so four. that's the one I watched. I watched. So the end of the, I think I watched like halfway through the fifth and I was like, yeah, this isn't hidden the way I thought it would. And yeah. I just stopped. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about right. That's where you should stop watching Dexter. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't I mean, season I, six is, oh, I think it's season six where Colin Hanks plays like a crazy apocalypse guy. That's kind of a cool season. I think um, I've seen episodes. Like I think I've, I've seen bits and pieces of the other seasons, but I've never like, dedicated the time to watch through and see see what's up um it's i it, it's really yeah i don't know yeah that's, moments. i i i i'd like dexter because i watched that when like dexter came out and i was like oh shit like as a teenager i was like it's so fucking cool it's so edgy like he's a serial killer but he like works he's a blood splatter animal. like that's crazy it's wild and like it broke the f- and then now realizing Dexter, it's really not that groundbreaking. Of like a, at the time, it was pretty cool. Hey, I just saw so I just found something that I need to speak on because I don't I don't want to know how you feel. Uh, Netflix has games now. I mean, I, I, I guess. Yeah, they have games. I'm looking at this. They have, uh, a ga- they, have a, they have games. Stranger Things I, Three: The Game. Which you get for free for being on Netflix. Stranger Things 1984, the game. They're all like pixel games. That's wild. Hmm. Wow. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll check it out. But um, I don't know. That's that's. Ju- I just saw that and I was like, Netflix has games. Why? That's weird. I don't know. That's. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I watched a bunch right. of horror movies for the for over the holiday season. Uh, you know, watched um, and we watched Midnight Mass. I'm pretty sure I talked about Midnight Mass in one of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched a bunch of horror movies. I'm kind of horror movied out, but I just wanted to say the first Conjuring movie is pretty goddamn sick. I I I just forgot how much I like. It's okay. I mean. I love uh-huh. a good ghost film. I think I think it's been watered down quite a bit. We also watched the first Paranormal Activity, uh, which also banger. Uh, you know, the found footage got played out 
like crazy. Yeah. But that one was, I was like watching again. I was like, wow, I forgot how like hard this goes. Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know. We don't have to talk for the sake of talking. I don't really have else, much else to say uh, unless you have any other, any other stuff to add. Um, no, I have nothing to add. I do have just one thing I want to plug quickly. Um, our friend Emerson uh, Corleone is having a giveaway for a vinyl copy of his album, Inner Moonlight. Uh, go to the From the Inside Studios Instagram. Check out their page. Uh, you just have to like comment and follow and whatnot, and you can win like a vinyl copy of his album, which is and awesome. his album's sick. So, so you should yeah. definitely do that. Um, uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Next week we'll be back with a regular episode. We haven't really chosen it yet, um, but we'll definitely get back on track with all that stuff. Um, sure, I'll probably drop some music in the next couple weeks. Uh, Otis, you're still working on your soundtracks, but you can mm-hmm. uh, they can check out the trailer for uh, Regicide, and mm-hmm. I'm sure soon there will be a trailer for the other one, maybe. Question mark. Yeah, uh, yeah. Trailer will be coming out soon. I know. Um, I sent him some music for the trailers. Nice. And they'll they'll be soon. I'm sure. So you can check out a trailer with music soon. composed, original music composed by Otis Morris. Uh, you can check out the Regicide trailer. Go follow or go check out the FTI Studios um, from the Inside Studios on Instagram. Uh, sign up for that. Go listen to Steve Dave, the shining pod with Steve Dave. Go listen to some of our older podcasts. If you haven't listened, we're getting a lot of play on our newer stuff, but we got a bunch of old stuff. Uh, goes back all the way to 2019. Um, you can listen to episodes on a bunch of different things. We got run the jewels. We've got um, Hannibal, the TV show. Uh, what else did we talk about? Dunkirk. We talked about, uh, did we talk about Dunkirk? That's, that, we yeah, yeah, we did Dunkirk, Deepwater Horizon, um, uh, some good ones, 50 Cent in the June episode. We talked about Hereditary. We talked about The Gentleman, um, Rage Against the Machine, our first episode on John Wick, which I'm sure we'll have to do a John Wick update episode next year uh, when, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when we have John Wick 2 coming out or John Wick 4 coming out. Four. Uh, and there's TV series, yeah, the out, continental and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, we'll just keep going. We'll keep putting out some some good content for you. Uh, thanks for tuning in and listening to us ramble for uh, you know an hour and forty minutes or whatever it is. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess uh, follow me at p a l m r d r. Uh, wait, p a l m r e a d r. Sorry, I mixed the two together. That's Palm Reader without the last E on Instagram and then PLMRDR on Twitter. Uh, where can they find you? Uh, Otis Morris Hates. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, that's all. All right, we'll easy, see you next week. Squeezy. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Initiate the protocol. Peace. Bye.